Brother Wright, take your liberty. And God bless you, Jesus. Praise the Lord and the God. Man, it's great to be alive and great to be full of the Holy Ghost. Great to be in the house of the Lord here today in Lathrop. Amen. I have been enjoying and being blessed in the presence of God since the moment I walked in here a little after 10. Amen. I love the spirit of prayer that is here. Prayer is revival. Prayer is life. Prayer is revelation. Amen. Prayer is the power and the will of God. 1100 verses in the Bible. Amen. Speak, command, encourage, give promises about prayer. Hallelujah. Amen. If you would please turn to the gospel according to Luke. And uh, Luke, the uh, 17th chapter, and uh, the 12th verse. I don't know what that hum is, but it's not me. Amen. Isn't the Lord good today? Amen. Amen. This, this is, there's miracles here today in this atmosphere. Amen. Yes, sir. It really, really is. And there's a, there's a renewing and power in the Holy Ghost for every one of us. And amen. For somebody to first time receive the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. That's here today in the presence of the Lord. Amen. In Luke, the uh, 17th chapter, verse number 12, it says, And it came to pass, pardon me, as he entered into a certain village, there met him, this is Jesus, ten men that were lepers, which stood afar off. And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And when he saw them, he said to them, Go show yourselves unto the priests. And it came to pass that as they went, they were cleansed. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back and with a loud voice glorified God. And fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. And Jesus answering said, Were there not ten cleansed? But where are the nine? There are not found that return to give glory to God, save this stranger. And he said unto him, Arise and go thy way. Thy faith hath made thee whole. I want to preach about the great power of praise this morning. Hallelujah. Let's go to the Lord and let's just lift our hands. Praise, worship, praise, talk to him, pray. Hallelujah. Let's ask God to have his way. Lord, we love you today. We thank you for your goodness. We thank you for the spirit of life and power that your spirit is here. We pray that the anointing upon the word that's served always anointed. Give us ears to hear, hearts to believe, God, the word. Let your miracles, Lord, hallelujah, spring forth through your word here today in this house. Let your outpouring, let your renewing, let your encouragement, your blessings come forth in every way, in every life, in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Praise the Lord. Thank God. How many believe God loves praise? <laughs> Hallelujah. He loves praise. There's hundreds of verses in the Bible that command, that encourage us, that give a promise even for us to praise the Lord. Amen. If there's any, if the volume of scriptures has any measure on the weight of of something in the mind and the heart of God, then we have something that repetitively has been preached and spoken and encouraged in the Word of God. Praise the Lord, all ye lands. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord with all your breath. Praise God. Anything has breath.
praise ye the Lord. God loves praise. There's power in praise. There's things that happen through praise. Amen. That don't happen through any other avenue of approach unto the Lord. Amen. Prayer at that particular time will not get it. Amen. And not prayer is, is just mighty in the scripture. I understand that. But sometimes God wants praise. Yes. Amen. Hallelujah. Now to just give a full Bible sense of revelation of just how much God loves praise. When any man of God or apostle or prophet got a vision into heaven and they saw the throne, amen, and the one that sat upon the throne, he was surrounded by those cherubic or seraphim creatures, hallelujah, that were full of praise. Night and day, holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, which us and is and is to come, blessed be the name of the Lord. God's house, night and day, day in, day out, week in, week out, month in, month out, year in, century in, millennia in, millennia out, he's full of unceasing praise. Hallelujah. He could have had anything else he wanted. Amen. To be abounding. Amen. In his throne room. Hallelujah. But he delights in praise. Amen. I'll tell you what. We would be wise. Amen. If God lives in the throne room of praise. Amen. We would be wise to offer worship and praise unto God. To make a heaven of earthly dwelling place. For the presence of God through our praise. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. He's looking for that praise. He's looking for that in Jesus' name. Amen. He told the church at Laodicea, Amen, who had lost its fervor. They were lukewarm. And he said to them, and this was a church that the Apostle John, the Revelator, had a lot to do in ministering to and being an apostle, a pastor, a preacher in. Uh, church of Laodicea, one of the seven churches of Asia. And we find that Jesus is saying to the church in Revelation 3 and 20, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice. This was the church that somehow so far drifted away, amen, from the real power of praise and the presence of God that God was knocking on the outside trying to get in. And he said, if any man will open up his heart, Amen to me, I will come in unto him and will sup with him and he with me. Can you say praise the Lord, everybody? I want to praise him and I don't want to praise him just till he comes into the vestibule and the front door room part where you hang up your hats. Come on, I want to get into the inner sanctum of the home, into the kitchen. Come on, into the place where we fellowship, where we dine, where we take bread. Praise the Lord. I want to get into the inner part of my heart. Amen. There, amen, he will reveal to me, amen, blessed, sacred, and holy things, amen, that need to be for my restoration and for my salvation. Praise the Lord. God loves praise. He loves the worship of his people. Amen. 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 God, the Bible says in Psalms 23 and 3, God inhabits the praises of his people. That means he lives. He dwells. He takes up residence. He sets up house. These are all words derivative of inhabits praise. He sets up house. 
amen, in the praises of his people. I want to praise him enough, amen, where God can have his full way, his full design, his full plan, his full will, amen, fulfilled in the house of God. Amen. Little praise, little visitation, lots of praise, big, come on, big visitation, praise the Lord. Amen. If I really praise him, amen, worship him with all of my heart, then come on inside and do things that I've never seen before, I've never heard before, amen, that move in my life to open my eyes and heart in Jesus' name. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Thank you. He inhabits. He sets up house in praise that is in continual praise. So we see Jesus, God, manifested in the flesh. And he's entering a certain village. The name of the village is immaterial. <clears throat> there met him ten men. Ten men that were lepers. And somehow they had the common uh, uh, problem, disease, and sickness. Amen. Of leprosy. And the scripture says they stood afar off. They were in obedience to the commandments, the laws of Moses. Which said if anybody's a leper, they got to stand a certain distance away, amen, a certain amount of paces. I think it was 20 paces or something like that, 50 or 60 feet away from people and cry unclean, unclean. I mean, it was the ultimate social distancing. <laughs> it wasn't 60. <laughs> it was 60. Come on. And so here they were. They're crying, amen, a distance from him. And they're saying, Jesus. Have mercy on us. Yeah. Hallelujah. You know, <clears throat> when Jesus passes by, when you think he might pass by, come on, when you come to the house of God, he is there. Come on. He's there in our midst where two or three are gathered in my midst. There I am. I am in the midst of them. And so we're in the house of the Lord. Hallelujah. And Jesus is here. Amen. It's good to raise up your voice and raise up your heart and say, God, amen, Jesus, have mercy on me. I have needs, Lord. Amen. I need a touch, God. I have a body that needs healing, Lord. I have a situation in my home, Lord. I have a situation in the family, Lord. Jesus, have mercy. Hallelujah. I ain't going to let him pass down the road and pass down the aisle. Amen. Administer to somebody else. I'm going to let him know. Amen. I'm real. I'm thirsty and I'm hungry. And I believe that he's the only one that's got the answer. Hallelujah. 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 Jesus, have mercy on us. God is a compassionate God. I said he's a compassionate God. Ten times in the Gospels alone said that Jesus had compassion on the multitude. And looked on them, amen, as sheep that did not have a shepherd. He he wept at the grave of Lazarus, his friend. He was, amen, a high priest, amen, that was moved with our infirmities. Come on, praise the Lord, everybody. And so who could help, and especially our loving, merciful, gracious God, how could he help but not feel, amen, love and compassion and a stir in his heart at the sight of these ten men, amen, that were afflicted with leprosy. And so he says, uh, go show yourselves to the priest. Uh, he's reaching way back into the Old Testament period, 1,800 years prior 
to Moses and the laws of Moses where in Leviticus, I think it's the 13th and 14th chapter, the laws for examining, proclaiming, or pronouncing clean, uh, leprosy was given to the priesthood. And when someone had a small rising in their scalp or hair falling out somewhere or red patches or scaly white, amen, flecks in their skin, amen, it was suspicious, amen, they would show themselves to the priest and the priest would examine them carefully, amen. And if there was some doubt, they, they quarantined them. That's a familiar word, isn't it? Quarantine them for seven days. And then they'd have them come out and see how that things were progressing, amen, or remaining. Amen. And if it was still there and he wasn't sure, he'd quarantine them for another seven days until 14 days. And at the end of that period, if it appeared that everything was in remission, amen, he would pronounce him clean. And that leper, amen, would be able to return back into the fellowship of society, his family, his job. If he was able to do that, amen, his wife, come on, everybody, he'd be able to go back. But. Amen. Now, leprosy is not such a rarity, even in today's world. There's over 200,000 cases of leprosy in our world, modern world, right now, that take place every year. 200,000. And thank God they have today medical cures. Amen. For leprosy. Praise the Lord, everybody. But uh, there's some countries that are not as fortunate and well as well medically connected and supplied as we are, and they have peoples that have. We have apostolic preachers, ministers, amen, missionaries that go and preach to these some of these leper colonies, amen. This is in today's world, amen. And leprosy, it starts off as a little spot, amen, but it spreads. It starts slow. It's a perfect type of sin. It starts small and then grows until it engulfs and pulls someone's life, amen, away from God to a place called hell. Uh, leprosy starts very, very small and then progresses as a, a disease that's a, a cankerous, cancerous disease that eats away at the nerves and, and you begin to lose feeling in your extremities, in your fingers, your toes. Come on, your earlobes. Hello, everybody. The extremities of the body are first felt because you have no feeling. You knock around your hand into stone walls or this or that and the other. Get bruised up. You cut yourself. You don't even know. Hello, everybody. And through all this and other things that are component in, in leprosy, amen, people who are lepers in the extremity of leprosy lose their fingers and they'll lose their toes. And amen, missionaries have seen them come up, amen, to receive healing. And there they were with just a nub. There was no, no fingers, no thumbs left. They hobbled up on the crutch because, amen, a lot of their toes were gone. Amen to this disease. I mean, in the, in the in the New Testament times and the Old Testament prior, it was a deadly, deadly, uncurable and cancerous disease. It's like cancer today. Hello. Right. Yeah. Right. Come on. Come on. And so, when the priest, Amen, would pronounce that man or that woman clean after the quarantine period. They were allowed to immerse back into society, didn't have to stay away, amen, 50 feet or whatever, cry unclean, unclean, amen, they could go back to work if they were enabled. But the problem is they were clean, amen, but they still missed their fingers, the scars and the ravages, amen, of leprosy, amen, were still with them if they had lost an earlobe or an upper lip, if they had lost toes or some other part of their body. Come on, everybody. They would be cleansed, but they would be back in the family, back on the job, if they could. Amen. With these impairments and these missing parts. 
Hello? So the ten went, and as they went, you know, it's good to obey the Lord. When you obey God and you obey the word of the Lord, amen, as you go, amen, in your obedience, amen, God cleanses, God heals, God moves, God does a work. Praise the Lord, everybody. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. We want to obey him. Hallelujah. Well, they obeyed them, and I give credit to the other nine uh, leopard men that they obeyed the Lord and did what he said, and he cleansed them as they went. Praise the Lord. And there was one man of the ten. He was a, he was a Samaritan. He was a half-breed. He was an outsider. He was from Samaria. And because the Samaritans had interbred and intermarried, amen, with the peoples after the great Assyrian invasion 500 years ago, amen, the Hasidic and the, the strict-line Jews had nothing to do with them because, amen, they had married the heathen people there back 500 years ago. And their bloodlines were polluted as far as they're concerned. And so the Jews would go around Samaria when they went went to the northern sector, amen, of Israel there. Hello, everybody. Yeah. Amen. But Jesus, thank God, went through, amen, Samaria and found a woman at a well and had a revival, amen, yeah. in that city. <laughs> oh, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. But what I'm trying to say, this man was an outcast. He was an outcast with other outcasts. But he was a total outcast. He was a Samaritan. He was a half-breed. Come on, in their minds. And when he saw or when he felt within him that surging virtue of cleansing, hello, they all felt the surge of cleanse, the surge of amen, the Lord's power and the Lord's touch, praise the Lord. And the other nine just went on, proceeded their way, amen, to the priest in Jerusalem, praise the Lord. But the Samaritan man was so touched by what God had done, amen, that he said, I I gotta go back. I gotta thank him. And he, so he comes back to Jesus, and he falls at Jesus' feet, and he cries out with a loud voice, glorifying God, and praising and weeping before the Lord with everything he's got. Thank you, Jesus. Praise your name. I love you, God. I glorify you. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. I love you. Praise the Lord. He worships. He praised the Lord. I'm telling you, there's great power in praise. Jesus said, were there not ten cleansed? God knows about everything that goes on in the service. He knows when anybody was touched. He knows when anybody was refilled. He knows when anybody has repentance on them. Come on. He knows when anybody got healed completely. He knows when they got forgiven. Come on, everybody. He knows everything. talking about a God that's so far off. We're talking about a God that's nigh, that's not far from any one of us. And if happy, we might feel after him and find him. He's right here. He knows everything that's taking place. And he wants more and the most for you and I. It's the Father's good pleasure to give us of the kingdom and all the gifts and healings that go along with that. Praise God. And so we're not ten cleansed. Where are the nine? And can I add this? That Jesus really is looking for our praise and our deep thanksgiving 
when he does something. When he touches us. When he heals us. When he answers the prayer. When he refills us with the Holy Ghost. When he gives us the Spirit the first time. When we're immersed in water in the name of Jesus for the remission of our sins. He's looking for that praise. He's looking for that worship. He's looking for that child of God. Hallelujah. To fall in love with him. We all came to say praise the Lord. Everybody. Hallelujah. So he says, and there's there's a tinge of disappointment and heartbreak in his voice. Where's the night? They're not found to return to give glory to God, save this stranger. And he said to him, Arise, go thy way. Thy faith hath made thee whole. And in the study of the scriptures, amen, you'll find that there's a difference in cleansing and being made whole. Because when this man was touched of Jesus and made whole, the fingers talked out again. Yeah. The earlobe grew back again. The toes on his feet, if they were missing, grew back again. It was a full, whole restoration and yeah. healing. There's a lot of people in God's kingdom and in God's churches. Amen. We've got a touch and we felt the visitation of God and God has talked to us and he's done something and he's commanded us something and he's let us know that he's with us and he's watching us and he loves us and he's touching us, but it's the beginning of the move of God. Yeah, amen. He wants to make us every whit whole. He that hath begun a good work in you will fulfill it. Come on, he's the author and the finisher of our faith. So don't be unsettled. Don't have, amen, a poor or a negative attitude. Amen, under the Lord. Well, I came, amen, to be healed and I felt the touch and I feel a little bit better. Come on. Come on. That's right. I prayed for a move of God on my finances and, amen, a back load didn't come my way. Amen, but a few things happened I didn't expect. Come on, everybody. Hallelujah. We've got to learn and we'd be wise to learn. Amen. To be in love with God and praise Him for everything that He does and fall down on His feet and worship Him and praise Him because He wants to do it all. I said He wants to do it all. He wants to complete it. Hallelujah. There was a man who was blind and came to Jesus. <laughs> Amen. Jesus prayed for him, touched him. Amen. And said, do you see? He said, I see men walking as trees. Right. And so Jesus prayed for him again. Come on. This man was touched. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there was a move. But he prayed for him again. And he saw all things right. as he should. Praise the Lord. Saints of God, don't start praising. Don't stop worshiping. Amen. Hallelujah. Don't be disappointed. It may have just begun. Amen. There's promises that God has for individuals and for the church. Amen. And hallelujah. Certain things may be coming into place and be happening. Well, that's not everything I expected. I didn't get the full touch that I was really hoping. Amen. And long said, well, praise the Lord, everybody. Hallelujah. I'm not going to turn my back on Jesus and walk down the road, praise the Lord, with a partial touch. 
I'm going to come back to him and glorify and praise him and cry to him with everything in my heart. Hallelujah. Jesus, you did for me, Lord. Praise the name. Praise the name. Praise the name. In Isaiah, the 38th chapter. Amen. In closing today. Amen. The Bible says in Isaiah 38, and this is this is a talk about when Hezekiah, the great and righteous, the godly king in Jerusalem, amen, was sick unto death. There's three places in the Bible that talk about this. Amen. Uh, Hezekiah was not just a good king. He was a great king. He, he was not, he didn't just formally, amen, acknowledge, amen, the Lord God Jehovah and his ways and his worship. He was a active participant. He was a prayer warrior. He was a lover of the prophets. Praise God. He was a tearer down of idols and, and a believer in revival. He was a great, great man of God, friend of Isaiah the prophet. Bible says in those days that Hezekiah was sick unto death. And Isaiah, the prophet, his friend, amen, the son of Amos, came unto him. And Isaiah was bringing a message. He did not want to bring to Hezekiah his friend, who was a good king, a righteous king. And you didn't know who in the world was going to take his place on the throne. Hello, everybody. Amen. When this good king was gone. This man was a keeper, <laughs> and he, he, he loved uh, Hezekiah. But he came to him, comes into his palace, and says to Hezekiah, Thus saith the Lord, set your house in order, thou shalt die and not live. Now, it's one thing if somebody's angry at you, you know, and peeved, and they say, well, you know, I, I wish you were dead. Hello. It's one thing when the medical world gives you a diagnosis, you're going to die. You've got three months. You've got six months. You've got a year. Hello, everybody. We've got proof. We've got data and x-rays that go along with this. And you've got death. Amen. Staring you in the face. But when God, when God, Almighty God, the first and the last, the Almighty, when God, amen, the ultimate authority, amen, final authority on all things, when God says, thus saith the Lord, you're going to die, and if there's a double, you're going to die and not live. <laughs> you really saying it. <laughs> you got me? Oh, there's power. I said there's power in praise. And Isaiah turned on his sandal feet and began to walk. He did not want to see the king. The king turned his face to the wall, began to weep. His friend, amen, Isaiah the prophet was mournful. He didn't want to deliver the message. He got out of there as fast as he could. It was a very, very painful situation for him. Hezekiah is praying. And the reason we read from Isaiah the 38th chapter, because of the three places in the scriptures, this place gives the entirety of his prayer and what he said to God. Amen. He said in verse 3, Remember now, O Lord, I beseech thee how I have walked before thee in truth and with a perfect heart. And he prayed that way, and it was true. And Isaiah kept walking. Amen. There was no turnaround. And he said, um, God, he's weeping before the Lord. I have walked before thee in truth and with a perfect heart. And there was still no amen message from heaven. 
Amen. Isaiah kept his way out, amen, of the king's palace grounds. Amen. And Hezekiah wept sore. But you can read on about his prayer, but I want to get to a special part. Amen. It came to a place as his face was turned, weeping towards the wall, pleading with God. He said in verse 18 of that chapter, For the grave cannot praise thee. Death cannot celebrate thee. Come on, I'm talking about power with praise. Power in praise. Praise the Lord. He said, they that go down into the pit cannot hope for thy truth. The living, the living shall praise thee. And it was at that moment, amen, that God said, Isaiah, wait a minute. I want you to turn around. I want you to go back in there to Isaiah and say, I've heard your prayer. I've seen your tears. I have added 15 years to your life. God has given us that power. Hallelujah. That we have the power through praise and changing his mind. Could you stand with me this morning? Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Blessed be the Lord. Let's raise our hands to God. Hallelujah. 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 Has He done anything for you? Oh, of course He has. Come on, God. I believe God is calling not only this church, but all the churches, but this church this morning. Let's don't give up. Let's remember what he's done. Come before him. Amen. And magnify and praise and love and adore him like we never have before. Amen. Because anything in heaven, doesn't matter if you're looking death in the face. Doesn't matter if you're facing a crippling disease for the rest of your life and that's the prognosis. Doesn't matter, amen, what you're looking at. Praise God. I'm telling you, there's great power in praise of the eternal God. Hallelujah. There's great power. Amen. Couldn't we come to the front? And let's just stand and minister unto the Lord our praise and our worship. Amen. Come on, let's gather close unto him. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's magnify him. Let's be like that Samaritan. Praise the Lord. Here tonight. I'm not going to be one of those. Amen. That easily forgets what God has already wrought, what He has already done. Praise the Lord. I'm going to praise Him. I'm going to magnify His name. I'm going to love Him. Hallelujah. Amen. Jesus. Hallelujah. God, have your way. Complete the work, God. Complete the touch, Lord. In Jesus' name. Oh, yeah, no, 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 my heart.